Hawaii football fans, you're not going to want to miss this one. When UH travels to San Jose to take on former quarterback Shevin Cordero and the Spartans. And when you come on our VIP tour, you can also see Levi's Stadium and check out the 49ers and Saints and enjoy one of the best tailgates that you could before an NFL game. Check it out, hisportsfans.com, hisportsfans.com slash tours. You're going to want to be there. Hawaii Sports Fans, official sponsor of the Rainbow Wrap-Up. Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Rainbow Wrap-Up. And we are just barreling down this season. Two games left. We're going to talk about last week's game against Utah State, in which the stats look like, or most of the stats look like, we should have probably won that game going away. But of course, we dropped another close one. It's a tight one, so we're going to talk about how our team, whether we're improving, whether we have a shot, another win. We have UNLV on senior night. We're going to talk about a special event that UH is having beforehand, which we talked about last week a little bit on our show, but now we're getting a little bit more details. Non-tailgaters who want to have the feeling of tailgating. We'll also talk about that, tailgating, and whether that will come, whether Coach Chang will be able to convince maybe our administration to pull it off. Uh, obviously aware of the situation of attendance and tailgating. So we'll talk about how we're going to go forward with that. And of course, San Jose State next week, the last game of the season, but also our last UH football tour of the year at Hawaii Sports Fans. Uh, We're going to see a Niners game. We're going to have great tailgates. We're going to eat ube delightful treats because, you know, I want to find desserts wherever we go. And um, if it's not donuts in L.A., it's going to be ube everywhere else for sure. So, um, but of course, I got to bring on my boys, our team here, starting with our Lao Lao head, Shane Agno. What's up, Shane? What's up, Warrior Nation? Let's go. Let's go. And then we got, of course, our boy, Sean. What's up, Sean? What's up, Wayne? What's up, Warrior Nation? Let's do this. Let's do this. Well, this past yep. week, uh, the three of us are there at Section 122. It was really cool. I'm um, going to start with a very heartwarming story because there was a guy um, mm. sitting in front of me that I'd never seen before. and He was um, in our Section 122. We're in the second row, which is the sixth row, called Row 6, but it's the second row. And he was in the fifth row, which is the first row. So I was like, I don't see this guy. And he had his kid there. And um, they were like, kind of okay could be local then i was like oh they're kind of like they're like indian so i was like oh wow okay maybe they're visiting and he was getting into the game like he was talking about wow they should do this or okay they're gonna punt now it's or um you know this is you know four down territory i'm like oh not this coaching staff they're probably gonna i was just making like any kind comments too and i was right that's when we punted and Mm -hmm. the punt remember we punted in the first quarter this is the first quarter we had fourth and five i think at our own or at their 37, 38, maybe 40. I was like, okay, wait, is he like on our side or is he a Utah State person? But he's not with the Utah State people. Um, but come to find out, mm-hmm. when I, I finally sat down and talked to him, he was visiting just on vacation, first of all, which I think is amazing. And he, his son likes football. And his son wanted to go to a football game. And this is exactly what I've the vision that I have for UH football is to be something that when tourists come to Hawaii – 
They want to get that experience of going to a football game in Hawaii, especially, especially international tourists that don't watch American football. It's like going to Thailand and watching Muay Thai, which I've done in Bangkok, going to <clears throat> Australia we, when we went to National Rugby League, when UH played at Sydney and I took our Hawaii sports fans. Um, you want to see what you, what you hear of on TV or what you watch, right? You want to experience that. And for people coming to the U.S., which, um, you know, especially if they're coming from the Asian Pacific area, they might not go all the way to California or, you know, definitely not past that. So having that slice of <clears throat> American culture, which I think football is a perfect example of that, is entertaining to these people. So they, they were from Canada, Vancouver, mm -hmm. And they obviously have Canadian football there. So we did talk about that. Um, but he was like, no, my son is not. We're in the NFL. They're, they're Seahawks season ticket holders. Oh, I nice. didn't tell you guys oh. that. They are Seattle Seahawks season ticket holders. I didn't even tell you guys that. I said, oh, so you guys must like the Seahawks. And they're like, yeah, of course. We're a Seahawks holder. Because I was like, oh, Vancouver, that's the closest team. Um, so they said, yeah, our seats are kind of out. So we get wet too at our games like this. I was like, oh, so you guys brought it with you then. So they were kind of <laughs> used to the showers that came over Manoa, very Seattle-esque, obviously. Um, uh, but at mm -hmm. halftime, me and Fuchsia went to the H zone, um, tarp and she bought one of those Nerf footballs and to take back. And she was like, oh, it wasn't even a Nerf. No, it was a actually small. It didn't look cheap at all. It looked pretty legit like no it was a legit it was like that. no it was like yeah. a legit kid ball it, it was like for kids it was like the thing in the kid area um but it was perfect you know it was super memorable for him and just a perfect gift for him and um so of course shout out to fuchsia of course you know i had to make the connection but you know because she always has the the best ideas there i thought uh was to give someone a memorable experience i think those guys probably would come back anyways but now they're gonna remember um, yeah. that experience a lot and he'll take away a really cool souvenir that has more meaning than just buying something from the ABC store. So, um, not that I don't shout out Fuchsia enough, but I'm going to shout out Fuchsia because yeah. yeah, I, I, I ran into her before the game and we looked at the new Adidas Jersey and we weren't really impressed and we both picked it up and put it back down. But, um, you know, and then she went back and bought it. With, she went back during halftime. <laughs> yeah. Yep, so when we were I buying that it. ball, she's like, I'm going to buy this jersey. And yeah, you can <laughs> tell she had enjoyed a few beverages as well in the first half. So. Oh, maybe that helped. I mean, you just, that's, that's what you got to do. You got to spread out. They should spread out. They should have another H stone actually on the other side. They should, <laughs> they should make it more. I feel like, I mean, it's not that it's that far, but I think they would sell even more stuff if they had it, especially where people are drinking and, Feeling yeah. good. And now that there's less, you know, there's much less booths up and much less eating places, they're able to probably squeeze in another H zone. Yeah, but that's it, it seems like that side is more got more crowd too, because when I walk towards the H zone later, yeah. Yeah. The beer line is short, had the the penetrator hot dog booth was <laughs> it was super empty. The penetrator or the back the, door. The back is door also available yeah. there at Sausage Fest Hawaii. And so, that yeah, is you... not gonna be <laughs> censored at all because that is the name of this of the freaking Chuck Wagon Sausage Fest Hawaii. And they sell they the were... penetrator and the back door. So the I have no idea door. how they came up with those names, but has must have something to do with sausages, I guess. They were yelling at Fuchsia, thanks for the shout out on social media. So. <laughs> Where? 
Uh, when we were walking by after the game, we were walking. We walked down by where the team was. Oh, they, oh, they were yeah, shouting yeah, yeah. at us. I, I'm a, I'm assuming it was Fuchsia because or whoever posted the picture. He's like, thanks for the shout out. Thanks for the thanks for the love. So, <laughs> oh, she posted. It wasn't me. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't me. But I'm guessing it was Fuchsia. But no, but, yeah. yeah. Um, Props to Fuchsia on her Warrior Outreach program. She always does that kind of stuff. That's what's that's what makes her a great fan. Yeah, she just needs to work on you know the initial, you know, saying hi. But that's what she has me for. So that's that's always the the linkage. <laughs> Mr. Aloha. I mean, you got to. It starts with you got to start talking to people. You know, our our fan base where it is, of course, growing fans anywhere is a positive thing, and we need to start just bringing back well, the ones in Hawaii as well. We, so we need to grow about what eight thousand more for next. Yeah, so year. once that starts next year, um, but yeah, before we get into Hamilton Library, aka the student <laughs> section, we're gonna let Sean do his report card from the game because oh. he's gonna talk about that. So here's Sean's report card. Did you do your homework, Sean? Oh, auntie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm trying. Okay. Well, auntie we, was we, there at the game, Auntie Karen, yeah. actually, in our section. I, I want her seat. Timmy was right behind her, very <laughs> close. Maybe Timmy is trying to make nice. I don't know. Okay, so for offense, I gave it a B. It's the most points they've scored this season. But the turnovers killed us. The turnovers were brutal. Uh, defense, I gave a C minus. Uh, special teams, C minus. Parsons gave up that turnover on the punt return in our red zone is brutal. Coaching, C minus. The UH band, I gave an A. They were like, they were really in mid-season form, top of their game. They were excellent. Uh, Ultimate Warrior, I give Tillen Hines. He was great. I think he averaged 10 yards a carry. Projected win total for the season. I'm sticking with three. I think we beat UNLV this week. I don't know if it's rose-colored glasses, but I'm, I've got us down for a win this week. I also have the game may have seemed close on the scoreboard, but it really wasn't. I just feel like uh, we were within striking distance, but at no point during the game I, did I feel like, yeah, we're going to win this game or, yeah, we're really in this game. So that's my report card. There you go. There's Sean's report card. All right, Lala Head, why do you got to say to those um, those scores that, that Sean posted this week? How do you feel? I agree. It's just the same old, you know, that uh, Caleb Phillips had that first touchdown and it was called back because of what was holding or something. Holding. Yeah. And then we ended up punting. It's like, <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's that... It's those those things. It just from there, it just was all downhill from there. It's just always those inopportune mistakes, like the most inopportunistic times, you know. And it's getting so like tiring, so deja vu. And like I don't know, it's it's frustrating. It's, it's we're really not we're not good enough as a team to overcome those kind of mistakes. Mm -hmm. we, exactly. It's, it's raw. Uh, yeah. I, I, I noticed that, you know, our quarterback really struggles going through a progression. And it's just, I don't see how we can 
be a good offense if he just stares at one dude. You know, he made a a completion that was really long and it was because he went to his second read and we were all just like tripping out. And it's like, look, he looked off the safety and he got it to another guy. And when he went to a second read all throughout the, the game, it was only to check down to the running back. So I just, I don't see how we can be a good offense by not having him go through a progression and just staring at one dude. I, I just, I don't get it. And that's, that's my biggest, I'm a Shager dude. And I just, it's, it's tough for me to stomach at this point in the season. And especially if he's going to be our quarterback going forward, that lead, like needs to get better. That's my beef. That's I, I, I feel like it's legit beef. Like if you can't go through a progression, like Timmy Chang, Colt Brennan, Nick Rolovich, they could go four or five deep. They could go four or five guys off. You know, go, go like, look to the left, look to the middle, look down, you know, and look, look four or five guys and, and get it to the open guy. So well, I think also for one Shager. dude. Yeah. Well, for Shager too, I mean, I don't know what kind of offense he came out of. Obviously this is the offense that requires you as a quarterback to be able to do that, to make op- decisions in real time that are, you know, decisions that you have to calculate really quickly at the top of your head and that may require years of practice first. So if he didn't have to do that, maybe in high school or in middle school, probably not, obviously. So, I mean, he's a young guy. Why that's is why, he still you know, a quarterback he if he can't do that? No, and that's why I, I'm saying, like, we what we talked about, though, too, is our, our, our coaches putting our players and what we have in the best position to win, which – and we, and we, and we, I think everybody has seen that since we started implementing run and shoot principles into the offense, we have improved. Um, so I, I think Shager will come along, but I think it will be good to see healthy competition for that job next year for sure. And I can just say that. I mean, not that we don't, we want Shager to get better. We want it to improve. And, we, and I think he will improve. That's what I'm saying. Like every in college and being a former college athlete myself and a lot of people, you know, even in high school, if you played any sport, I mean, it it gets slower as the year goes by. Like, I remember my yeah. very first college, uh, my very first middle school volleyball game. And I remember my very last college volleyball game. It's very different. You know, it's like how I felt about the net. I remember the first time I was like, this net is so high. Did they change it from practice to the game? It's like, <laughs> things are so scary. And then like, the end, you're like, God, it went by so fast. And Everything is so, it's easier. Like, it's easier to make decisions. It's easier to feel confident about doing things without having to think. So that's where we want to try and get Shager to, right? Not thinking. Because Cole Brennan, he didn't really have to think. He, he processed so fast. that He was like, yeah, I'm going to throw it to this guy. And even if he had this, of course, he had so much talent that he could but thread like, needle. In 19, uh, uh, 2005, when he started, his first year starting, you could see from game to game that he got better and that things were starting to click. You could see it building during the season. Like, I, I just, I still feel like he's the same. He's still 50%. I mean, I think he threw for 300 yards, yeah, but I don't see Accuracy. a progression. Accuracy is a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see him progressing as a quarterback. And, and it just bothers me that with the coaching staff, it just seems to just they keep pushing him out there like it's okay 
Yeah, I, 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 I think that he is progressing. I just think it's really slow, and I think it's, it's hard. And I don't think that he is a naturally gifted athlete. Sorry, Brendan Shaker. Yeah. I don't think he is. And that's the hardest part, is that he can't improvise because he, does, he can't, like, just start, you know, tap dancing down the sideline like some, yeah. like Michael Vick or something. He just is not like Jackson. that level. Yeah. You know, I'm and I mean, he's not, I mean, he's not a small guy, but we obviously don't want him barreling through guys. Lamar Jackson could do stuff like that, but he has yeah. got, he has taken off, right? He has checkmate. He has, you know, seen that the we defense get like 50 yards rushing opportunity. against Fresno. So. So I think I think it, it just will take him time to learn the instincts, but I think that he needs to have competition. I don't think that he's getting enough. Well, that's the thing is I don't see swagger from the dude, you know, and that rubs off on your teammates, you know. I just see him. He's not taking this job and, like, grabbing a hold of it and saying, you know, this is mine. Get behind me. Yeah. I'm going to lead you to I, the Honestly, I don't – honestly, I, don't I just don't that. think he is that good. Like, you're – you have to be really, really good to have swagger, first of all. And you have to be super confident in your ability. Like, the Fresno game where he won last year when he beat them, that was the most swagger he ever showed. But that's right. also because he never played before. So he just jumped in with zero expectation, playing a nationally ranked team at home where it's like yeah. no one's there because there are no fans in the stands. Right. And it's like it's not – It's the the stakes have kind of changed. And he was able to – Take advantage of the situation. Have, of course, Calvin Turner. And, of course, shout out Calvin Turner, who was drafted by San Antonio Brahmas of the XFL. But he had Calvin Turner with him there um, to be able to just have a weapon, right, to outlet. And he, he was throwing some beautiful passes. So that was the most swagger. I remember after the game, he was kind of, like, showing off and everything. And that was awesome to see. But it's harder when you're a full-time starter, for sure. But um, in the beginning of the year, right, Shane, we had all these dis- discussions about quarterbacks. So what do you think yeah. about, you know, Camden Cooper still being on the bench and you see him or the other guy, which we forget their names. Right? Because oh, Yellen. Yeah. Yellen. Yeah, Yellen. Yeah. Yeah. Yellen. Yellen. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. I just I, I just don't think Shager has that it factor, like I've been saying. You know, like, like I'm going to use Tua as a example. Like, Tua... He's not like the greatest quarterback, you know. He doesn't have the strongest arm, um, but he has—he knows how to win. He has that it factor, something you can't coach. Yeah, and I just—I don't like how you mentioned, like Sean, how you mentioned swagger. Yeah, I just Shager doesn't have that it factor. Like Colt Brandon had that it factor, you know. He just, just him in his uniform, like, oh, look at this guy. He looks mean, you know, like, in his white and his. Shield visor, but you know it's just like it's 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 so frustrating and how like the 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 excitement of the team. I I know it's hard to have excitement when we're we have this type of record, win win loss record. But when the team runs out onto the field before Mm. the game and they come to our section to get like hype up the crowd it's like yeah it's so dead it's like there's no there's no pump there's no i don't feel amped it, it's just like this game day experience is getting worse and worse and the leadership because there's needs, less fans yeah this leadership needs to have some kind of sense of urgency they 
because it's 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 getting worse week to week. The game day experience is is bad. And that scoreboard, this was the first time I didn't even stay in my seat. I stayed on the mm. sideline on the mm. trap because I can't see. I, I I gotta see what's happening. And it's, yeah, you have to use binoculars to look from our end zone to see the scoreboard. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, well, to see the score at the bottom of the yeah, the it's, that, that it's scoreboard, brutal. I guess scoreboard. It's not well, so let's talk about that. The, the video, um, because that's terrible and they don't care. And the thing is, the scoreboard got smaller. So before they used the stadium graphic, in-game graphic to show the score on the, which they should. And they, all they need to do was make it bigger. They made it too small. But now they just reverted to just showing the pay-per-view broadcast yeah. without sound on Super lazy. the... Yeah. So yeah, it's lazy. First of all, and second of all, it's it got harder to see the score, and that is the ultimate. And they don't care. They just don't care. And like think of Kupuna, who can't see. We can barely right. see. But think of like right. people who kind of strain their neck even, and the ones on the side even. That's a hard angle to even turn to see. Even if you are closer, it's at a weird angle, so it's hard to see anyways. Because it's so kind you're, of you're kind of in a you're in this vortex where you don't know what the heck's going on. You don't know if it's <laughs> first or second down. Yeah. You don't know what the dis the you distance know. is. So you're just in this vortex of I don't know. So <laughs> come on, UH. I mean, I don't know how much the PA. I feel like at U we that stadium PA at Aloha Stadium. We we don't hear that voice anymore. We'd be like third down and fourth for the war. No, but we have the conch. Down. So we know when it's third down because yeah. we hear the conch, but uh, yeah. It's, no, maybe it's, third down now. Yeah, now we're hearing Chibut yeah. and Yesas. So that at least is in the lexicon of the stadium announcer. But I would like to also know what's going on during the game for mm -hmm. sure. Like going, coming from Fresno, which had the total yardage, had the box score basically live updated up there on the screen constantly as a static Sheesh. display. So you know how much, not only that we were losing 55 to zero or whatever it was last eight, seven <laughs> before we scored again, but the fact that we were being outgained by a bazillion yards. So all of yeah. those stats are up there, but it's great for fans. It keeps you engaged in the game. That's what I think. It takes you out of the game too. When you don't like Shane, like Sean, you're talking about being in that twilight zone. Cause like, it's so easy to get not to be taken away from the game because you are like, you have, Wait, to, look on, you have to look on your phone for stats. And that's not, that's not big boy football. I mean, Seriously. they could put a, that's what I'm saying. They could put a smaller projectors. They could have put screens, like even just for the game, like the ones around campus, like push them over, make, put a, a freaking, um, like you're like you're displaying like a um, projector, like a project on the side of something. Like do Bless something to be able to get because even if you just had a dark area projected up the score from a computer or something, you would be able to at least project a score for people to see, so they yeah. know the score and the time. Yeah, because like, like there was there was times I was asking like Timmy and. Uh, Ryan, I was like, what's the score again? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Um, keep the but um, yeah. so we do have, like we said this week, um, they're going to try and make the experience better by adding a rally 
Um, I think it's just for senior night. I don't know if that's going to be something they want to do over and over again, but $25. Um, apparently there'll be alcohol involved, adult beverages involved as well. Um, that's the so rumor. That's <laughs> the rumor. So we'll see. Don't hold us to it. That's why we're saying it's a rumor. Um, but I didn't, the details just poopoos do too, right? Yeah. Poopoos. poopoos and drinks. We don't know what kind of poopoos. We don't know what kind of poopoos. So it'll be a surprise for all of us, like going to jellies and buying the bag that you don't know what's inside. So we'll <laughs> the brown bag. <laughs> but you know what, what doesn't make sense to me is that they're having this rally that Nakoa is putting, I'm assuming it's Nakoa, but at the same time, they're doing this Chick-fil-A ESPN event at Varsity Circle where all proceeds go to Nakoa. So it's like, so they're having conflicting events. Yeah, at the same time at two different places. I'm like, what the heck is happening here? So oh, I don't, I don't understand. Well, you know, I think the fact is, ESPN. I, I mean, that I didn't, I didn't know that they were going to fundraise for UH for ESPN was because that that's interesting. But I think well, they that, said one of the, Jen, Jen said one of the players is running the. He's an Akoa member, and he's. He's like in charge of the Chick Fil A, so he wanted so to give probably back. like um, probably uh, what's this um, Ikaika, right? Um, the kind um, who played uh, um, the one that came to um, the game last week um, played for the Lions. He's the owner. He's the running Chick Fil A now in yeah Alamoana. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the former UH player. Yeah, yeah. So he wanted to give back. So all the oh. proceeds raised from that Chick Fil A thing is going to go to Kalama Francis. Ikai Kalama Francis. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't know. I right. didn't know that. Yeah, Ikai Kalama Francis. He's um, like former I believe UH the basketball player. Apparently, he might Very be co-owner as well. I mean, yeah. Ryan said owner, but on the on Hawaii News now they mentioned that he was or some. Some outlet mentioned that he was running it. So he might, I'm sure he has the financial stake as well. He obviously played in the NFL, so he has the ability to have financial stakes <clears throat> that in franchises. I mean, I'm sure the rent in Alamoana must be insane, but with lines right. like that going around, the freaking Yeah, I, I went on, on Veterans Day, and I was willing to stand in it if it wasn't too long, but like that thing, it went four there was four lines and it went throughout the food court. And I'm like, forget that. Okay, I'm stop. Not, yeah. Oh, so I'm, is, not, is, I'm is, not trying to stand in, is in it line in the for food an hour. Court? It's, it's right in the middle of the food court. So Really? That's where Chick-fil-A is? Right in the middle of the food yeah, court? Yeah. Where right was, what was it before? What was there before then? I, I don't remember. It's like by Sparrow. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know. Oh, over there by Sparrow in the corner. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, it's kind of right in the middle. And then still like, the line went... Chicken. Yeah, so it's on the it, Mackay side. It's on the Mackay so side. The, the lines went straight the, out, the and then it went to the other side over by that spaghetti place, and it went all the way to the back. Oh, my god! The food That's court sweet. over by, by Cinnabon. So, oh, I okay, think it did take the place of Sparrow. Sparrow's not there anymore. Huh? I think it took Sparrow's place. Oh, that's a classic. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I, I don't recall seeing Sparrow there. Yeah, I don't. I didn't see Sparrow the last. Yeah, when I that is amazing though. That that chicken sandwich. But, I mean, at the same time, those are the kind of corporate connections that we do want to have, like strong yeah. corporate bonds. So hopefully that works out. But you know, I think this event too was a, this, as 
a necessity because of the lack of the void of tailgates, because also for opposing fans, when they're coming to our games, they must be thinking like, there's a game today, right? Like, exactly. Where is everything? Yeah. Like, I, 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 I oh. can just only imagine being an opposing fan and coming to our campus and being like, wait a minute, this exactly. is the field. And then, where do so, people yeah, we were, we were talking about That must this be the question we... that people ask all the time. Like, where do people right. tailgate? <laughs> oh, you guys don't tailgate? What? I mean, they, their heads must so, explode, honestly. What UH, I don't know if they don't understand is the energy starts with your tailgate and you get hyped up and you're with your friends and you bring that energy from the parking lot into the stadium and it just builds from there. It's like warming up when you're exercising. You know, you don't just get right into it. You, you start your warm up and that's what tailgating is. You're, you're warming up and you're getting excited for the game. That's <laughs> why, like, when you're talking about that, yeah, like, like Shane was saying, <laughs> there's no energy when we kick off or when they come out of the, the helmet because we're not ready. Mm-hmm. We're not excited, you know, yep. so. True. Haven't you ever just wanted to experience SoFi Stadium, the building, the atmosphere, the electricity, but just didn't want to deal with the parking and all the planning that went along with it? Well, that's why Hawaii Sports Fans is here. We got the best tickets, the best seats for you. Plus, we got your transportation, we got your parking, we got all the little pilikia that you don't want to worry about. Let us deal with all that humbug because that's the difference at Hawaii Sports Fans from any other company is that we're going to get you that fan experience that you really can't get anywhere else. It's going to be a private experience. It's going to be a lot of VIP amenities, of course, wherever we go, because you are the VIP when you come with Hawaii sports fans. Uh, But we just want you to make a memory and have fun. And that's the most important thing. You're going to put that money down. We want you to have fun and have something to look back on and reflect on for the rest of your life. So check us out, hisportsfans.com, hisportsfans.com. Or check us out on social media, at hisportsfans on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Hawaii sports fans. Come find us. Come connect with us and come join us on the road because there's really, really nothing like it. We've been doing it for 10 years now. It just keeps getting better. All this talk I of excitement and getting warm uh, <laughs> is very interesting. But uh, yeah, well, yeah, I think I think we know what you mean, Sean. So right. I'm hoping it's, that yeah. this game against UNLV, like you said, it's our senior night as well. We won our senior night last year. We beat Colorado State. Sean, you are picking us to win this game. You picked us to win this game before the season, and you're going to stick with that. Um, but UNLV, I'll just give you a little. They played Fresno last week at home, and they were up on Fresno at halftime and then ended up losing by one touchdown. thing about UNLV that is actually kind of scary, and this is not something I'd usually say, is that they have a good uh, field goal kicker. <laughs> He kicked field goals. He kicked a 42-yard, a 48-yard, 27-yard, 38-yard, 20, uh, and 33-yard. So he had five field goals. All in that game. And that's the thing. is like they don't need to move the game, yeah, the ball that much. They just need to get the, this guy's range, which is basically within the 40, and he can kick it. So They're, they're also um, four and six, and they need to win the last two games. Yeah, to get they're talking. Yeah. They're yeah, talking cool. about this on ESPN radio today about how we can they how they destroyed our uh, bowl game oh, hope last yeah. year. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's at, right yeah. at the game that I wish I could have been to. Yeah, the game, oh, yeah. Game. I'm sure you would have yeah, loved to. Oh, I can only imagine it would have been like had you have been there, but 
<laughs> so they're saying we just a revenge game, man. We need because we can destroy yeah. their bowl game hopes. Yeah, just like how they destroyed our bowl game hopes. Yeah, this but we got we got picked for a bowl though last year, six and seven. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, eventually they destroyed our bowl hopes, but then we eventually. We backdoored that dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow, backdoor. <laughs> backdoor <laughs> penetration. Todd Graham backed us Before into I'm two excited. bowl games. <laughs> Beforehand, you got to get excited. Okay. So, well, maybe UNLV <laughs> is really excited about their rushing because they rush more than they pass. I think they, they do run. That's another thing that's scary about them is they're good at running. And they have a quarterback that can run as well. So um that'll it'll be in a challenge i agree i think we can win this game because it is there's so much um outside of the game itself that we know is going for us it's our senior night it's a, that pineapple the golden pineapple trophy on the line so you know i trophy. think it, there is a will mm-hmm. but we can't we have to limit the mistakes and that's the thing it's like we almost anticipate the mistakes are going to happen i almost felt like just watching this last game that we were good enough to be Utah state, but that just like the Duquesne game where it's like, we were just so lucky that we are so much better than Duquesne that it doesn't matter as much as we messed up. We were still going to win that game, but with Utah state, we just couldn't mess up that much. Even, yeah, I mean, we just couldn't. And the thing is um, with UNLV, we're not going to be able to mess up too. UNLV is probably better than Utah state. And, um, probably getting better as well. So this is, this is why I, before the season, I picked that we would lose this game. I'm, I think that we could win it. I mean, I picked that we would lose 27, 24 and I could see that happening. Like I can see it being a close game, especially if their kicker can kick a lot of field goals. Um, mm. Then even if our defense gets stopped, you know, they're going to be able to get points UNLV. So that's that game. Shane, what are you thinking about for Vegas? This game, Vegas at home. Oh man, what 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 did I say originally? You said originally thirty-eight thirty-one win for Hawaii. Win thirty-eight thirty-one. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I can we score thirty-eight points? <laughs> well we scored thirty-four last week, so I guess if we, you know, can improve a little bit. Man, I I don't know, man. I just uh, it's just so much. I think it's going to be close, like how our, all our games have been, even the losses. But I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't think we're going to. That's a lot of hemming and hawing. Yeah, I don't think. I hate to be negative, but I don't think oh. we're going to. I think we're going to lose by like four. You say that every week. Four or five points. <laughs> I mean, we only won two games a season, Sean. I don't know where you've been. but (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've been in every game, so I know for a fact that we've lost every – we've lost more more games. I mean, the Fresno game, I I don't think – I think Fresno is the only team – UNLV was was up and up with Fresno the whole game, so I hope that doesn't bode well Mm. for what Fresno did to us. But I don't think that will happen. But Fresno had a different level of – power you know on the offensive side that and a quarterback that could throw really well um and i think that's going to be the difference unlv though does have a quarterback that can run really well too so that's that's the thing and a coach that you know is implementing really wide open schemes and and being given the stadium basically it's obviously not their stadium but it is for 
on Saturdays when they're in there, that's UNLV Stadium. So that's exciting for their program too, to play there at Allegiant. So it's a team on the up and up. That's the thing when it comes with, to trends. That's why we look at programs and we look at where we're trending. That, that's what's more most important to us as fans is where is our program going? Like, how are we trying to grow? How are we trying to um, get better every day? Because just getting better on the field is not enough. Just winning is never going to be enough to growing a program. Growing a program requires... So Very solid. Josh, Josh Green asked uh, Ige to reinstate the the original plan with the entertainment district and and the housing. So that's the well. There's no housing in the original plan. I don't think oh. that's the thing. Okay, so let's talk about that. So Glenn Wakai on election night posted photos right. of being at Josh Green's party and being very excited that Josh Green won. <laughs> So, of course, that's mm. easy to say that Josh Green and Glenn McKay are friends because politicians only go to each other's election night parties and celebrate with them if they're actually friends. They don't just do it. Or, I mean, obviously. So, they're close. So, I can see why he wants to restate the project. But Josh Green, I think, does mm. want to put housing in there. And housing was kind of on the – it was kind of in the plans, but they're going to – it's going to be harder. They're going to have to probably – they'll probably build, like, two super high towers or something. I don't know what they're yeah. going to do. But – um Basically, you know, that 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 district is uh, entertainment district is something that Glenn Mackay has been spearheading and Ige threw out the window. So now with Josh Green taking over, um, <laughs> that's interesting. But Josh Green obviously has plans, at least. At least he's thinking about it. And obviously he was at the game, too. So, so you're telling me there's a chance. So, no, I mean, I think there's going to be a stadium anyways. I think, I think with Josh Green, there's going to be a stadium. I just okay. don't know... I don't know. Uh, you know, when Ige threw the plans out the window, I was uh, I was kind of okay with it. Of course, he he had no plans. I have a plan. I have a thought of what I would do, and I think a lot of us would. But you know, Ige didn't even have anything. He's just like, oh, I don't I don't want to do this because I don't yeah, want. Are we are we still waiting for his updated plan? To- yep. That's what I'm saying. Like he's going to be out of <laughs> office soon. So, but at the same time, we're, I weren't we I, supposed to get an update? Well, at the same time, I I don't mind them, like I said, keeping the current stadium, taking it away piece by piece, just like San Jose is doing. We're going to be playing there next week. They're taking out parts of the stadium at a time, and they took out the whole uh, visiting section. So the whole side of the stadium is gone. Um, And so, you know, that's with Aloha Stadium, at least we'd have access to the parking lot there. And I mean, I'm sure if we just... If we just, at the end of the day, reinforce the orange section and paid, how, how much could that possibly cost to just reinforce the orange? Like a million dollars even? Just, I was saying, just one side of the orange. We don't even need Malka and Makai. Um, but even if we did Malka and Makai, a million dollars to just reinforce that to ensure that we can at least let people sit in those for another year or, or two while we build the stadium around it. I don't think Nayset's going to do anything like that. I think they're going to want to just. Start so you just want to you want to chop the top off? No, I mean we don't even have to chop the top off. We just need to re. We can just take. We don't. I'm not saying they have to be permanent. I'm just saying what's there right now. We're not going to use. Mm. We would just use the parts that we would just reinforce the parts. If if the top is dangerous and it's going to collapse, which I don't think is a part of the. I don't think is an issue. Then we can still have people like sitting in the orange. We just have to reinforce the orange, like. They they don't want to reinforce and maintain for years into the future, but I, I I'm talking right. like maintaining into the next, um, you know whatever 
two years or three years and then building the next phase of the stadium in phases. Well, they're going to have a concert at the stadium. And I, I don't understand this because I felt like I thought the stadium was condemned. The guy from what? Rascal Flats is going to have a concert. It's going to be at the stadium. It's going to be Aloha yeah, Stadium. Aloha Stadium. Major Rages putting it on. It's the guy from Rascal Flats. But they Flats. do it in the parking lot, though, when they have it there. They don't is do it in the parking lot? Or, yeah. Oh. When, they do, when they do concerts at the stadium, they do it in the parking lot. Yeah. They don't do it in the state, inside the stadium. The they, only the, other way I could think of is they, they're there. doing it. Oh gonna do it on the field and just set up chairs so oh um, like how they did yeah i don't think they're gonna the do floor. that yeah. i think it's gonna be in the parking it's been in the parking lot like on the asphalt like they've had they've been having concerts there like major rage they said stuff. they're gonna have two events at the stadium for concerts and i just i don't understand yeah, I mean the thing is we just need to be back in halaba already and with we need parking we need to tailgate if if we can't tailgate right. on the thing is Campus, if the campus had tailgating, we could at least try and build off of that and try and build our way up. But eliminating yeah. tailgating and saying it's not coming, you've you're killing you're you're like gashing already a wounded program. So um that's the school's desire, I guess. I mean, obviously the three of us have our feelings about tailgating, so we're not gonna change, but the fact is we have literally 99.97895% of the rest of the college football <laughs> world on our side. So okay. I don't think that, you know, like, I think we have precedent as well. Or you um, could be UH and go against it. Yeah, or just go against <laughs> it because you think, you know. How's better. that working out for you? Yeah. We're going to come with HI, HI Sports fans. We're going to be, our, even if you're not with us on HI Sports fans, um, if you're going to be in San Jose, come find us at the Hukilao restaurant. Um, just like the hukilau that they had in Hawaii, they have a hukilau in San Jose. I believe it's the same owner. Oh, nice! That I hukilau. like the hukilau. Yeah, so that'll be a, a gathering place for us on Friday. So if you want to come out, I think we'll be there around seven o'clock. You can order food. They have a full bar there as well, so it'll be a fun hangout joint, and it'll just be a good chance to see a lot of road warriors, like we like we always do when we're on the road. Um, you know, when we were in Michigan, we had road warriors that were coming from Detroit. So I'm, you know, being in NorCal, Northern California, it's going to be even more. So I'm excited about all the friends that we'll see. Hopefully you can join us at HISportsfans.com. This will also be for me, my personal, um, or San Jose will be my 86th. So this will be my 85th game and then an 86th. So I could nicely, if we make it to a bowl game next year, I could do all a hundred games in a row here if and next year and i think i might only have the stamina to keep going to games for one more year it's it's i can't believe i'm just so happy well, that I'm respect to you year. i just can't <laughs> believe it. i mean obviously i don't know how i i i can't okay yeah i really can't afford this but you know i'm doing it anyway because i'm doing what i need to do to fulfill my whatever and I, i'm doing but at the same time, lucky to have you wayne Oh, thank you. Know, you. Not, thank there's you, nobody you. like you. Seriously. <laughs> there really aren't, honestly. I, I hate to say this. I'm not doing my own arm, but every time I go to other places and I talk to other people, I'm like, and they're all, is everyone that, is like, I really have never met anyone like you, which is crazy to me. But it's, but the thing is, like, it's not because of what I'm doing that I, of course, like, it's getting to the point now for me that I'm like, dang, how did I even have the energy to, to do it for this long? Like, I don't know how I've had it because um, it's starting to, that's a lot of miles. It's starting to, yeah, it's starting to get to the point where it's just hard 
this is no rest in between games. Is it passion or insanity? Yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit. It's definitely a lot more insanity. But for me, like I always tell people, like it's just because this team ha- is unlike any other team I could ever be a fan of because of the fact of that I have a connection. Other than the school that I played for, the team that I played for in my own college, it's like this team represented me from when I was a kid and um, mm. is a it is our it is our centerpiece you know club in terms of what people gathered around and what the stadium was first home to because of the pride that it brought to everyone in the state so the fact that it's waning the fact that popularity that obviously attendance like those things have gradually declined is uh, a symptom i think of the fact that we've gone away from what makes uh football special which is it is that is our team like our own team more than anything else like um and that's something that is people have forgotten i think and i think you know in hawaii like we said there's a lot of people people still love uh and will always rep uh and will always be happy but um to say that they're from hawaii and that they love gobos or whatever wherever you meet uh people right hawaii Mm -hmm. people anywhere around the world people are have mm-hmm. connections to UH. And that is the fact that, I mean, that's the driving force for me just going to all these games is being able to carry my flag and, and do that. So hopefully you guys can join us as well. I know next year we're looking forward to, we've got a Super Bowl coming up. I mean, where's our Sly Eagle Sly fans? Because, you know, they've been talking a lot. They got a loss, which um, mm-hmm. is probably good that they did have it. Honestly, it's a good thing to, 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 suffer regular season losses you learn from them so i think the eagles should be happy that they they lost the game and the vikings are a good team so um that's you know not a or i mean the commanders are not a good team but um the vikings are a ah, good they're team. five and five well they're okay yeah, not they're, they're not a bad team they're not actually the whole nfl the only bad team is okay the raiders basically um oh, <laughs> 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 i mean the rams are, are, are starting to drop down there as well but the fact is, you gotta, yeah, you're putting all your, yeah, you're trying to win a championship, right? So winning a championship, that's that's all it's about because of the pride and 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 whatever that it brings. So, um, you know that that is something that that the Super Bowl itself, though, is something that is a fun event to for any NFL fan, and we always always go to the Super Bowl experience, uh, which has interactive games, autographs, and then. Um, I'm also going to do a package this year where even if you don't have tickets to the game, because the game is expensive, the game, I mean, and straight up the game tickets on your right. own, you're going to pay at least five grand to get into the right. game. And if you get under five grand, it's a pretty good deal, to be honest. And that's just so obviously my tours are going to be more than that because you have to cover the ticket. But uh, yeah. I do make sure that you do get the ticket. Uh, you don't get scammed. I do make sure that you have all the transportation around the, a very busy Super Bowl city. So this will be my eighth Super Bowl or at least attending. This will be the ninth Super Bowl, at least city that I've attended during the Super Bowl. So I haven't gone, I've gone in seven games, but um, I've been to the cities. Like even when I went to Houston, the year that I didn't go into the game, that was 51. That was the year that the 28 to three in fourth quarter um, bills, uh, uh, New England versus Falcons. And um, that game, of course I was, I was, I kicked myself for not going in that and that broke my streak. I had to start another streak after that. But um, that Houston was crazy. Houston is a crazy city to be in, first of all. It's it's fun, but there are 
there are parts Houston and Atlanta, like those are very similar in their vibes and um, it's, they're fun. They're a lot of fun too. So going to a Super Bowl city is fun because there's concerts everywhere. Like just imagine pop-ups, but like concert mm-hmm. pop-ups. I mean, I went to Bruno Mars in Houston. Actually, when I was in Houston, nice. I went to, I, I'm thinking about that now. I don't even know how I got in. Oh, okay. I met, no, my cousin's cousin. So my, my aunt that introduced me to the chief, she married into this family and, and their family that they're Penn Staters that live on the East Coast. Uh, one of their nieces um, who would come to Hawaii and visit us as well, got to know us. She worked for Courtyard Marriott and they had a, their Courtyard party. That's how I met Von Miller too. And he was a very interesting person. And then I met um, the kind uh, Rich Eisen as well because he was... Um, he worked, he was on the sponsor. He was one of the sponsors was courtyard was one of the sponsors. So like, nice. uh, but that's what it is. Super Bowl is just pop up sponsors everywhere and parties. So like, if you know somebody, you get into party and parties are some of them. Well, we, like Jack, we saw that and it's like during the dollars to get in basically the pro bowl. There was all those little concerts. Yeah. So similar to like tell the pro bowl, yeah. but super bowl is just next level because everybody wants to be right. on the city. Right. The only time that the super bowl wasn't super, super happening was in Minnesota because it was so freaking cold. It was oh, so cold. Like, I thought that my ears had fallen off half the time because, like, my ears get cold very easily and they would turn red. Like, I would forget my, my air warm. Like, it was, I can't believe I took a group through that. And it was crazy because we, we were in the snow and we stayed in this, this maple like, grower and, on, and it was amazing in this big house. And so that's what I'm saying. We do fun things that are connected to the Super Bowl, but I also know the Super Bowl schedule because I'm always there. So I know, like, the concerts this past year. I saw Miley Cyrus and Green Day in a concert, Super <laughs> Bowl concert every year. Yeah, so that was this year in LA. Um, but yeah, Glendale, Arizona will be the next one. It's a fun city. Going to Phoenix is all—it's a really fun city to be there. It's—it's it's a city that is definitely set for events because of the way that downtown is kind of set up. So everything's close and. It's always warm there. Too warm, obviously, in the summer. It's like literally too hot to live there. Not sure how people are doing it in Arizona, but it is a great city to host sporting events because of that. I mean, Glendale, the stadium is kind of far out there from downtown Phoenix if you've been to Arizona, mm. um, Phoenix, Arizona. But that's why, for me, I we stayed in a different, I think, Gilbert last time. So I drive people around. We went to the casino. Uh, I take them there. So it's like little fun, little activities. Um, so the, I'm, I'm going to do something this year. I think like, even if you don't have to use to the game, at least we'll have access to the events and I'll try and, you know, it's fun. I love going to the Super That's Bowl cool. experience and it's always one of my fun, my, my most favorite thing. I went three times this last year. It's the same thing every year. It's like the interactive games and getting to see trophies. And I think I went, I might've went four times this last year. That's, I just love going so much because I do love the NFL more than anything. I mean, more than just any teams. I just love, you know, this this billionaire run um, corporatist organization. So that's, I'm into it for sure. I'm definitely sold. Um, and I think though the experience at Hawaii sports fans, so I want people to have just that same, like how we had at the Pro Bowl, right? It's like experience of being up and close and personal with the NFL, but um, it's like going to Disneyland or something, taking away something, that memory. So we'll have that um, January too. We'll have some, Playoff game. So if people want to go to the playoffs, mm-hmm. NFL playoffs, obviously those are always last playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I was telling. So I told, uh, so I, when I was talking to our friend Jackson and his dad, 
um, who came from Vancouver and our new Hawaii football fans that we inducted, Fuchsia and I, into our fan base. I asked, I told them, because of course I have to brag about my experiences at Lumen Field. I was like, I don't know if you were there, but I was there for the two most exciting games in the history of Seahawks at that field. He's like, uh, 2013 NFC Championship 49ers Seahawks. I was like, correct. And he's like, 2014 Packers. I was like, correct. I was there for that one. <laughs> and I was like, I don't even need to ever go back. But the people that I brought on Hawaii Sports Fans, I was even more happy yeah. for them because I was like, yeah, these are amazing games. And like, I mean, both of those games, the Seahawks won, obviously. So if you're a Seahawks mm-hmm. fan, those are freaking amazing games. Like I chicken skin thinking about, I mean, the Packer game was ridiculous. Like, that was some ridiculous things that happened. Of course, as Seahawks fans, you're going to go back and watch those games and you'll probably be like, wow, I can't believe this happened. But I mean, me being there, I was like, holy cow, I cannot believe this is happening. Like, <laughs> like with that two-point conversion, the onside kick, all the crazy things yeah. that happened in that game, you know? And, and now I get to brag about that. So I got to be, and that is, it, it's, 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 it's to the test of time. And that first game, that Kaepernick versus uh, Russell Wilson game, um, that game was really when the NFL tickets started to go through the roof. That's when, like, Seattle Seahawks, really, those fans were the ones that started to um, really jump on. I mean, they really caused a bandwagon effect through the NFL and through getting people to start paying more um, for mm-hmm. tickets. And, and I mean, I guess we should – I'm not thanking them. I guess the, the owners thank the city of Seattle, but that's what you get when you get hardcore fans, right? They're willing to pay the price. I'm willing to pay the price. Yeah. And that's why when you're there's, willing to pay the price, the NFL is willing to raise the price constantly on us. There's 20,000 people waiting for season tickets in Seattle, and they're all paying to be in that line. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I mean, yeah. that's the thing is, like, that's why I was willing to get season tickets as when, when the Rams, even though I wasn't a Rams fan when the Rams came to L.A., because I wanted to be an NFL season ticket holder. Now I have Chiefs and Rams, so I get to go to both games. But the, the thing is, like, it's so hard to get on that uh, – like Packers, obviously, mm-hmm. that's like most people will never in their lifetime would be able to. No, you have to get willed, willed it. And that's <laughs> and also because they keep their tickets really cheap at Green Bay on purpose. Um, they'll people will never get off. People will sell too. So that's the thing is like places like the, on the West Coast they can keep jacking prices because they know that our suckers will keep paying for it because we like going to these games and sitting in fancy seats and stuff. Um, but because of that and. And at Hawaii sports fans, I want you to be able to be confident that if you're going to put money up, it's going to be the best experience ever. I mean, for example, let's say you're in a sofa and you go by yourself and it's fine. You don't come with Hawaii sports fans, but mm-hmm. you want to go and check out SoFi and you buy a ticket in a section. You've never been there, but you don't want to spend that much. And it's fine. Like I get it. Like some people like they just want to get in a game, right? That's how I was a lot of time in the beginning of my life. I just want to, experience the stadium you know now i want to be all bougie and sit in the nice seats but um you know like at sofi it is one thing to get into say you're there in the stadium but it's another thing to experience everything mm-hmm. there is right it's just like going to you know seattle if i'm sitting in the hawk's nest which is a great experience i'm also exposed to the elements i'm also climbing up aluminum steps but i get to be in that really cool part of the stadium so i kind of know what i'm ex- i'm I, i'm going to get into um but when you come to hawaii sports fans like i'm insuring you it's like an insurance policy right it's like knowing that you're going to be able to have that experience like i don't like guaranteeing people great the best experience ever but we i always give people the best experiences ever always i mean we've done about 25 to 30 tours i know i'm like trying to count here because we're going so fast almost 30 tours in 10 years and um 11 seasons and all of them have been amazing you know all of them have been 
just incredible memories. And that's the thing. It's like, that's that, that's the experience. Fuchsia's mom on our trip to Detroit to the Lions game, she wore a shirt that said experience experiences over things. And that's totally how life should be. You know, I mean, not to say that you can't have the biggest hat collection in the world with UH in every different color, um, but you can still do that. <laughs> but it's, it's really important to, because even people that have big hat collections, I know that they can go back into trips that they went on and be like, man, that was the best time and still feel that amazing, like warm feeling inside. Like, that's what I want people to have forever. Like, and I can go back, you know, like, even if I died tomorrow, honestly, I definitely lived a full life in terms of all the trips I went on, all the places that I've seen for sure. So um, I haven't accomplished everything I want in this lifetime. So I hope I don't die tomorrow, but I, I feel confident that I, I felt a lot of that human emotion that is in within all of us when you when you see something that is like next level, when you experience something that is um, just so, it's just on a different experiential level. So I hope that people will come and join us, hisportsfans.com. Join our mailing list. Um, come with us. Hopefully that'll be a countdown to 100 next year. We're going to go to Nashville, Tennessee, we're going to go to Eugene, Oregon. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We're going to Reno, Nevada. Thinking about all the places we're going next year. Um, and, you know, so we're going to, I think we're going back to Laramie as well. So we're going be- to Nashville? Who are we playing? Vanderbilt. There. Vanderbilt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah. Nashville. I, I don't have all the tours up there on the website yet, but if people want to just join the mailing list, I'll, I'll be able to have those out. But I want people to make start saving up, making that plan, and we can hopefully, um, yeah, go together on a grand adventure. Uh, but thanks for joining us for another show tonight. Uh, we have, like we said, one more show one next more. week before one more game but we'll, 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 we're gonna keep doing our show of course but we are just barely down the season um i've heard uh ryan said that we should just do a show where we'll wrap up show people yeah, yeah like rant for hours and actually <laughs> i wouldn't mind doing something like that if, we'll find a way to do that so if you want to leave a rant I'm, I'm thinking about like i think our friends over at the fresno bull uh viewer bulldogs podcast they do a little rant machine where you can record your voice like on a google voice or something and you can play that later on on the podcast so that might be something we do um, but mahalo for your support um, thank you uh to shane our lala head and to sean uh this is wayne we'll see you guys next week aloha go bulls go bulls Rainbow Wrap-Up is sponsored by Hawaii Sports Fans. Come join us for every UH football game on the road at hisportsfans.com.